Hey, it's Mel. And Maddie. And this is Smatter, Smatter of, of Fact. Fact. Just two best friends dabbling and speaking with superficial knowledge on our subjects. In other words, a smattering of facts. We are back over the Zoom today, unfortunately. Um, it was fun being in person. It was really fun being in person. I was even like, when it took like twenty minutes to figure out how to just plug in our well, gosh, our tonight. microphones. Because eventually, I was just like, we don't need headphones. We can just hear each other. <laughs> tell me you haven't been. Tell me you've been virtual for two years without telling you me you've been virtual for two oh years. Oh my gosh, yeah. Well, now we know, so. Ooh. Yeah. Tonight I got very caught up in washing dishes, and Mallory texted me, and she was like, okay, mm, let me know when you're ready, and I was like, oh, shoot, sorry. <laughs> On my way, and then I was, like, eating a snack and getting set up, and yeah, it was fun. Yeah, I was telling Mal that today I was supposed to get my oil changed, and I last night did not like sleep very well at all and so I was like exhausted and my oil change was supposed to be at nine and I was like okay this is fine this is fine I'll just do like my podcast notes while I sit there and wait for it to get done because mm -hmm. it's like at my mechanics place so you have to like take your power yeah wait. um and so at like 8 a.m my phone was like going off and I was like what is going on so I like answered my phone and I was like hello and the mechanic's like, hi, Maddie. And I was like, whoa, um, good morning. Um, you are hi, too cheery up? right now. What's up? He's like, hi, yeah, so there's a bug that's been going around, and I don't have half my mechanics in here today, so if it's okay with you, I'd like to reschedule your oil change to a different day. And I was like, yup, that's, that's fine with me. <laughs> and so now it's scheduled to next week. And so I'm hoping, I'll update you, hoping that it actually works yeah i hope it didn't turn out like my i guess it wasn't my oil change but i went in because um like my brake light came on and like the fluid was low so i had to get it replaced which is like no big deal right and then i go in and then like they find like all these other things wrong with my car and it ended up being like 650 dollars um mm. of repairs and it was all just like kind of like regular maintenance things but i was like i was not prepared for that and I waited there for like at least two hours I like closed out the place I was like the last person in the waiting room <laughs> that's so unfortunate so and of course because I thought they were just filling the brake fluid like I was I didn't bring like a book or anything with me so I was just like sitting there like I downloaded games to my phone and was <laughs> you're like now is a great time to try out Candy Crush Saga again yeah <laughs> Then I eventually just like downloaded like Hulu or whatever and like started watching my show because I was like, I am so bored right now. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I I am currently uh somewhat between shows. Brandon and I are re-watching the show You. Oh, okay. I because... still have not seen that. Because there's like a whole new season coming out in February. Um that show is wild and like it's like one of the things where it's like it's so like the character one of the characters like the main character is like so deranged that like we're like 
we just laugh uncomfortably throughout the entire thing because it's very uncomfortable <laughs> and it just it's like oh my gosh and you have to like think like and in history tells like there are people out there who like exist that are like like that character. Uh, i don't want to think about that and like worse I- i've than never seen it but like i i don't know yeah <laughs> it just sounds like really scary like yeah. psychologically or something i don't know like is it it's scary? like it's unnerving yeah oh my gosh you should i wish that you had just seen that rory like bounded over <laughs> the top of my feet well it like reminds me of so many like murder stories or like serial killers that like watch their victims like through the windows and everything and like well people don't just they don't think about that to like or meanwhile every t- <laughs> me i like keep the windows like as soon as it turns like sunset i'm like turning i'm closing I'm, every single window I'm like very paranoid i for like no no reason but i'm like <laughs> i don't i don't need to die today <laughs> and then like the the thing is too is like oh, i should feel more comfortable like having my dog with me right like she's not scary she's like hello friend mm, yes friend come murder my mom <laughs> yeah please she- <laughs> she's laying right here you don't think she would know if someone was like sinister? I don't know. I guess maybe I haven't been around a sinister person. Maybe. But she's like very trusting and then like the thing is too she's like not even like wary of like men. Right. She, like loves Yeah, she men. loves men. So <laughs> So I'm like, mm, that's excellent as well." Mm-hmm. I could just see her in like the corner. <laughs> she's just staring me down. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Well, so we also before we started the episode, we're talking about our social media and the polls that we <laughs> we got some interesting responses to um what we should like topics the open ended question of topics we should discuss um that were really not helpful um and <laughs> <laughs> funny funny but not helpful um and but you know what. One time we took the literally the idea of like time as an herb and the history of it as like a joke and turn it into something. So just watch us on those. Um, we we Honestly, just it'll be a challenge. Um, and and then the other poll that we put up there was about whether we should do uh we because last week we talked about Atlantis and we talked about Pompeii. Um. And Wait, so what? I was like, we like, I was like, we like talked about like, I don't know, we mentioned Pompeii at some point. Oh, yeah. And I was like, mm, that would be an interesting topic to cover. So I put a poll on there. Um, and I was like, hmm, do you guys want to hear about the moon landing? And like, we could get into the conspiracy theory side of it. Um, or <laughs> Pompeii. And um, you guys, it came back as a 50-50 draw. I was like, seriously? <laughs> this is not fair so i asked my roommate and i asked her i was like did you to be the tiebreaker on? i was like well at first i was like did you vote on this i need to know because if you voted your vote cannot count twice that would right. not be fair to the audiences and she's like no i did not vote on it and i was like first off rude why are you not voting <laughs> on our polls on social media um but she didn't so she was the tiebreaker and i'll tell you what we're doing in a second but i first want to like plug we we like to post like fun little polls and stuff relating to our episodes or future episodes on our social media and get you guys involved in like what you want to hear um so and by social sure... media we mean instagram really that's yeah, this point. We, that's the only social <laughs> at media. matter of fact 
at Smatter of Fact on Instagram. Um, so make sure to go follow us there um, so that you can keep up with all of the little fun things that we put out um, and some of the visuals that you don't get to see because we are in your ears right now. Yeah. Not in your faces. <laughs> um. So, but the tiebreaker. Uh, oh, yes. My roommate decided um, we should talk about Pompeii. Ooh. Ooh. This is like one of those where like it's it's always been really interesting to me. Yeah. So I feel like this is one where I feel like a lot of people and like myself included, I was like, I know a lot about Pompeii. Yeah. And then I was like researching it and I was like, I do not know a lot about Pompeii. <laughs> I love that though. I love that like, I don't know, we just like think we know and then we can like learn so much more about it. Yeah. So it's like super interesting and like there's like so much more to Pompeii and like what happened with like obviously when I say Pompeii I'm referring to like the Mount Vesuvius like erupting and burying it like situation and not just like the area um hopefully that's kind of clear (laughs) um and yeah it's very interesting so are we ready to yeah I'm like I'm like curious of like what way you're gonna go with it because I have like something I was like thinking about saying but I don't want to say it until like you're done in ca- or in oh, case it comes I'm really up interested well it was just like so back in school in college um i had to like one of my projects was like designing a magazine and we had to like pick like random articles to go like five random articles that we had to like design essentially and my like the theme of my magazine was like kind of like weird science or like science you haven't like heard of before Mm-hmm. And one of the articles was this whole, um, like, scientific, I don't even know. It was, like, a whole scientific, like, explanation of how people could have survived Pompeii. Ooh, okay, that's interesting. Okay, <laughs> let's, let's, let's start from the tip top. Yes. So, 14 miles south of Naples, Italy, also, <laughs> record scratch, rewind, um, I apologize in advance for all of my mispronunciation <laughs> of these Italian uh, towns and cities. Italia. And names. Yeah, maybe you can help me since you traveled there. Maybe. Probably okay. not, but yeah. I can guess at how they might pronounce it. <laughs> okay. okay, so 14 miles south of Naples, Italy sits Pompeii, the preserved ancient Roman city um of Campania, Italy. Sounds about right. <laughs> it's spelled like Campania. Okay. We want to Americanize it. Um <laughs> this city also sits at the southeast base of the infinite infamous Mount Vesuvius, whose eruption on August 24th, 79 BCE. I like how you're doing like an interpretive dance as you're like Yeah. Well, I it's just me processing the year 79 BCE, buried the city and left one of the marvels of the ancient world. Okay. So what is some history about Campania, Italy in slash before 79 BCE? What do you know about it before that time? Nothing. Great. Wait, 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 wait. What is Campania whatever? It's Pompeii, the area of Pompeii. Okay. It's like, it's Pompeii and like surrounding little villages. Okay, so it's like Pompeii is like part of this 
Come it's like a it's up. like a mini tiny region at the base of Mount Vesuvius because Pompeii was not the only city that was buried. Right. Ooh, it's interesting. You never hear about anything else. <laughs> um, it also was not the first one discovered, but we'll get into that later. Interesting. Um. So Campania was first mentioned in recorded history in 310 BC. Also, let's reverse because in my brain, I really had to. <laughs> break this down and be like in bce time you're counting down backwards so like yes. 310 309 308 not counting upwards like we do now right so it was first mentioned in recorded history in 310 bce during the second samnite war which i never heard of so mm. and this is a smattering of facts so i did not research it anymore um <laughs> when i was a roman we landed at the Sarnus port of Pompeii and made an unsuccessful attack on the neighboring city of Nuceria. Unsuccessful attack? Yep. Yikes. Yep. So, uh, but it's okay because the Romans were successful eventually. And by the end of the war, the city became part of the Roman Confederation. Wonderful. I don't know if that's good or bad. I don't know. They became part of the Roman Confederation. In 89 BCE, so like jump ahead a couple hundred years. 89? So like 89. 10 years so like ten years before yes. the eruption. Okay. Yes. The Italians revolted against the Romans in the social war. So up until this point, they had kept their Italian citizenship, but were just under the Roman like confederation. They were basically like a... Uh, like their own country but like underneath like the roman flag and government but still okay. like had their own like name and language and monetary system and like blah 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 um but when they lost the social war in 89 bce they were officially forced under roman citizenship yikes um and as punishment for the revolt latin replaced the original oscan oscan as the official language and this was when Roman culture fully took over all institutions, architect, and culture. Wow. Mm-hmm. I just, like, you ever just, like, think about how powerful the Roman Empire was? Yeah. Yeah. And Scary. It's important to know that during, like, like, during and before, like, the time of Mount Vesuvius, there was, like, also, like, a strong, like, the Oscan people, whatever. I, I don't know if that was just, like, the language or, like, the the people who they were um had like a greek influence as well because like a lot of like the architecture and stuff that they found there was like very like greco-roman not just like roman and not just like italian or whatever yeah i don't know if that's what they would have called it Eh. um so (laughs) during the time of its destruction uh pompeii supported between ten thousand and twenty thousand people okay Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. i don't even (laughs) It's hard for me to, like, imagine that. Like, I don't even know, like, how big the city, like, I live in is, so. Yeah, um, <laughs> probably bigger than that because bigger? the high school we went to was 2,000 people. 2,000, like, 500 people. No, no, 2,000, like, 300 people. That was, like, our high school. Yeah. So I'm sure that it was much smaller. Yeah. Um, But are you looking it up? I'm looking up, like, how much is... Ten thousand to twenty thousand. Okay, so like a, a our city. hometown uh-huh. currently is like about half that. Like not the greater area of our hometown. Correct, just like our hometown area, like just like 
not like the suburbs no it's like the whole like area that is considered our called like our hometown <laughs> i don't want to like say it but well yeah but like there's no way we have to have more than that i don't know man okay it probably i don't think it stretches as far as like it should but well okay so it's pretty bopping city but maybe i also consider our, i don't know what i consider well, i think it's just like the city we part also, we also had a lot of school of choice kids so maybe that's probably why um anyways on august 24th 79 bce just after noon mount vesuvius erupted and began pouring down fragments of ash pumice and other volcanic debris and quickly covered the city with more than nine feet of debris oh my nine feet mm-hmm. that's insane yeah that'd that's be really like scary almost two of me <laughs> um yeah uh so that was according to a letter by an eyewitness statement and we thought the blizzard was bad <laughs> the polar vortex <laughs> oh my goodness polar vortex of 2019 so well uh as debris fell onto the city, buildings were destroyed, roofs caved in, um, or buildings were just torn down completely. Yeah, they didn't have, like, steel back then. <laughs> uh, they didn't have people... steel skyscrapers. <laughs> yeah. Even still, some of those things don't survive. Yeah. People were uh, crushed under the ash and pumice that was raining down. Uh, or they were asphyxiated um, on the next day, August 25th, as clouds of hot gases came down on the city as well. Um, after this, a second surge of pyroclastic material, which is the hot gases, and more ash and debris fell, adding at least another nine feet of waste. On so, like, the city. next day. So it like, continued so, like... for, like, more than 24 hours, this volcanic eruption. Imagine, like, that night. Like, so many people are dying around you, and there's just, like, everyone it's being covered in ash. Rain, like, because the, the, they're sitting at a base of a mountain. And you think about, like, how tall, like, I don't know how tall exactly Mount Vesuvius is, but it's, like, huge. So, it, like, looms over the entire, like, city. Mm-hmm. And so, it's literally raining down over top of their city. Yeah. So it's not, like, and they're not getting a break from it. Like, it is How would you even, like, down. sleep? that night you don't you don't are dying you're trying to yeah we're trying to find some sort of shelter like if they had i don't even know even if you had like some sort of cellar situation you'd be trapped down there then well because (laughs) on the first day nine feet of debris had already fallen yeah can't even oh my gosh yeah um so the most amazing part is that the ash perfectly preserved the remains underneath, and the city was not discovered until the 1700s. It oh was my like goodness. a city frozen in time, literally. What? How was it not discovered until the 1700s? That's crazy. It was. It was buried. It was buried. Oh my gosh! Can you? In... Oh, I just yeah. got like chills thinking of like discovering that. So there was a wide array of buildings found, and we'll talk about them all. Um, including a forum, amphitheater, lavish villas, a variety of houses, bakeries, and more. There were preserved remains of, like, inside these buildings of people who were sheltering from the eruption and others that were buried outside as they tried to flee. Um, and this is, like, I don't know why I found this so sad, but, like, the bakeries were found with, like, bread preserved still in the ovens. Oh my goodness. Like, perfectly preserved, like, loaves of bread. What? 
I've never heard and about that. They found like like eggs and fish bones and like fruit preserved. Oh my goodness. By this ash. Because like you think how compacted it would get to. There was like no oxygen getting to these things. Sure. So in 1709, uh, goodness gracious, I, this pronunciation is not going to go good. <laughs> um, a neighboring city, Herculaneum. Oh. Was also dis- destroyed by, sorry, the city was also destroyed by Vesuvius and was discovered in 1709. Um, and then it wasn't until 1738, though, that excavations actually began on this city. Like 30 like, years. Yeah. I was like, that's a really long time. Why did we wait so long? I don't know. Uh, hmm. Um. So Pompeii was like discovered after... Like, because of this city in, like, technically, work began on Pompeii in 1748, but they didn't know that it was, like, Pompeii officially until 1763 because they found an inscription during an excavation that read, like, like basically, like, a sign that said, like, this is the city of Pompeii. Oh, wow. And so, like, they did not know that that was, like, a, like, a separate city. Oh, so, like, okay. They accidentally stumbled upon two cities that were buried um and fun fact this like archaeological dig excavations that they did was marked the start of modern the like the modern science of archaeology that like is still practiced today wow good day in the dirt good day in the dirt (laughs) (laughs) yes no i probably got that if you got that reference good for you yes if you didn't get the reference, go watch Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants 2. <laughs> and the first one. Well, well yeah. You They're both the good. They're both good. But that one's specifically from the second. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um. So, unfortunately, there wasn't really great organization or responsibility within, like, the excavations. Oh, I'm not surprised. <laughs> 1764 to 1860. What? It's like, there was... No organized, like, excavations going on. Um, And people were literally going to the site to, like, treasure hunt or were, like, they were just, like, going and untrained. And, oh, like, my gosh. I wonder how much ruins. was lost back by that. A hundred years of people just doing that? Well, and they think, like, prior to this, because there were, like, survivors of Pompeii, uh, they think that, like, because, like, people, like, heard about it. That, like, there were, like, scavengers who, like, went and tunneled in and, like, found, like, valuables. And I was like, I don't know about that, but okay. Hmm. Um, Because there's no, like, hard evidence, I guess. I don't know. Right. Um. So, in 1860, Italian archaeologist Giuseppe Fiorelli, that's a very cute I name. I love that. Um, became the director of excavations. And under him... Areas between sites were cleared and carefully documented. I was like, finally. Good job. Someone who knows what they're doing. Good job, Giuseppe. Yes. Um, and Pompeii was divided into nine regions. And within each region, there were blocks. And in each block, each door on the street was given a number. So each house could be located by three numerals. The, the door, the block, and the region. Oh, okay. So it was like a very like organized numerical situation um so fiorelli also was the one who developed the technique of making cast of the bodies um and he did so by pouring cement into the hollows formed by volcanic ash 
where the bodies had disintegrated. So like, when they would like when they were like unearthing things in the volcanic ash because it was like compacted, right? Um, where like the people would you can you can see online where the people were like huddled or like mm-hmm. whatever they could take um like all of like obviously like the muscles and like everything after thousands of years had gone away disintegrated or had been like burned up Mm -hmm. um but like the shape had been held from yeah the volcanic ash and so he would take like through a hole and pour wet cement into it and use it as like a mold literally like a cast and cast this like literal statues what'd you say (laughs) like statues of people that yes yes where are these statues? Well, look at all the all the pictures that you see of the people from Pompeii. Those are the casts that were made from the people. Really? Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Not creepy. <laughs> yeah. So excavations continued until World War II broke out. So we're just jumping forward, like oh, there's a baby. Okay, I can't look. I can't yeah. look. I need to like. <laughs> um. And so when World War II broke out, excavations paused. Um, but resumed in 1951, and then it was, like, noted that intense excavations resumed, and I was like, okay. Um, under Amadio uh, Niarie, anyways, he was in charge of excavations from 1924 till 1961. That's a long time. That seems like a long time. So they were doing this these excavations for, like, a really long time if they started in, what, like, the 1800s and then... They started in the 1700s. 17 yeah 1738 yeah but like official like organized 1860 yeah yeah um so by the 1990s about two-thirds of the city had been excavated um and interesting between 1749 so we're jumping back and 1782 12 villas were discovered so like really big houses um but work in excavating those wouldn't be resumed for almost 200 years oh my goodness until like the 1900s mid 1900s so and they i'm pretty sure that they still like do stuff there at Pompeii. <laughs> like you can go tour Probably. and stuff but they're still like working on excavations and whatnot oh my goodness yeah so, what has been found in all these excavations? I'm sure you are wondering. Yeah. So, <laughs> keep in mind the number yeah. of people. 10,000 to 20,000 people. It was found that the walls of the city are about two miles in circumference, or for the people who don't do miles, three kilometers, and encloses <laughs> an area of 163 acres. This is about a tenth of the size of uh, is that park in Central Park. Central park? <laughs> What's that park? I, I had it in my brain. I didn't write it down. Um, so it's not like a super huge area, but right. it's very densely populate, populated. <laughs> populated. Um, and so far, they, mind you, they've only uncovered two thirds of the city. Um, as of like today. Yep. Well, since the nineties or oh, until okay. the nineties, I don't know. There wasn't like a ton recent there's not some recent things um seven city gates have been uncovered wow yeah seems like a lot yeah for like two miles in circumference i was like that seems like a lot of gates holy crap yeah so there are three like main streets in the city there's one that runs like pretty much like all the way across like it's like kind of like an oval shape you can look up like what it looks like but it's like an oval shape of oval everyone Mm -hmm. knows shapes oval and it runs across like the long way of the oval 
and then there are two like streets that run is that perpendicular yeah perpendicular yes. to it and like intersect it um so there are like those two like three main streets that they found um that are like wider and like look more right. traveled blah 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 um so the public buildings well those are very interesting um so first off we have the forum which i was like what in what is that it's a forum <laughs> um it's a meeting place okay for like, like town meetings oh okay <laughs> and the people to do business not like a market but like business interactions law things <laughs> law <laughs> um and it's on a large level area on the southwest side of the city okay great um and it was the city's center for religious economic and municipal life so to the north like kind of around within the forum that's kind of unclear is the temple dedicated to the deities of jupiter juno and minerva oh i not tell you who those are but okay i've definitely heard of them i've heard their names i cannot tell you who is what they <laughs> represent but thumbs up great um to the east was the machellum Miscellum, the provision market. Market? Yep, it's just a market, a big market. Cool. Woo. <laughs> um, I'm picturing like, like I don't know, like a big open air market. Like think like Aladdin. Like I was literally going to say like Aladdin. <laughs> yeah. It's <laughs> um, so cool to like see how things were done back then. I don't know. Yeah, it's probably well, like not that much different, but I, I think you'll like. I think you'll like some of the things that. I have, I have a whole list of fun facts at the end. There's like, Ooh. I think you'll specifically like. Ooh. Um, so there was also a basilica, um, like a, just like a, a, a big building. It wasn't like specifically like a church or like a temple, uh, but it was the most architecturally significant building in the city. And it served as a covered exchange and a place for justice. Okay. Yeah. To the west was the temple of Venus Pompeiana, who was the patron saint of Pompeii. Okay. Yeah. And across from this was the Temple of Apollo. And that was like all it said about that one. So I was like, okay. Well, yeah. So like Venus, they're talking about like the goddess Venus? No, she's the patron saint. Oh. She's different. Venus Pompeiana. Was she named after Venus? I don't know. (laughs) This is a smattering of facts. I'm just curious. If you're curious, go look it up later. Okay. Because those were all Roman. Yes. Right? Yes. Um, and so, because like, I, yeah. Cause and I Venus think... was like Aphrodite's in Greek. I'm pretty sure. Because they have like a lot of like mirrored. I think Venus, Apollo, and at least Jupiter are Roman. Yeah. Jupiter was the protector of the state. Juno, protector of women. And Minerva, goddess of craft and wisdom. So these are all Roman gods, right? Yeah. So it's like... So I guess those were like the big three. So I guess that's why they had like that big yeah. place. And then... So uh... it's it's definitely like reflective of like the Roman overtake, overhaul there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. So next is the triangular forum. I'm assuming it's because it is in the shape of a triangle in some way. Probably. Um, <laughs> And this is at the edge of the south wall overlooking the bay. Sounds very picturesque. I bet it was a beautiful city. Yeah, I just, I have to imagine because it was like overlooking like the bay. And like the mountains. And and the mountains. And like 
Mount Vesuvius is supposed to be like super like lush and like fertile and like beautiful um in general with like beautiful trees and stuff yeah um so the triangular forum was the site of the doric temple which i don't know what the doric temple is but it is the oldest temple in pompeii so i'm assuming that's something that is like left over from when like before the romans were there okay and then we have the amphitheater and the ooh palestra which is the gymnasium in the east um, and the gymnasium is where they would have uh, gladiator matches. <laughs> Crazy. Woohoo. Um, and they know that because of the graffiti. What? They had graffiti? Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Oh, we're going to talk about that too. Um, so, oh, this one's fun. This one's fun too. Okay. So there were baths that were scattered throughout the town. Oh, like, yeah. I'm looking at a map right bath. now. There's like four just like big baths. <laughs> Yeah, so there are the Stabian baths, which predate the Roman period. And then there were the Forum baths, which were found at the Forums. And then there were the Central baths, which were still under construction at the time of the eruption. So they were, like, um, built or being built currently. And then, of course, there were all of the baths in the private homes. Wait, so, like, were they just, like, open, like... They were public baths. Fountains? Oh, What? Yeah, you, that that was like a big thing in Roman times was for people to to go and take a bath and you you go talk and you go. I don't know if it was like a woman thing. I think that was more like a man thing. Hmm. I'm assuming. All right. I mean, not much has changed. I guess we have locker rooms with open showers. <laughs> yeah, but I don't think you're just like. <laughs> I don't know. Like maybe like maybe more like comparable is like a sauna. Maybe. Or like I don't know. Chess, I can't like imagine just like going out in like the middle of the city to an open pool essentially and just like letting it all hang and, yeah yourself. like what it's funny have you seen those like um I, and like, you know people like peed in them and whatnot. the videos on like tiktok or like instagram where it's like the people who are like you need to get sun in your butthole what? or in your private parts and i'm like mm, that's not a thing is it why and they like like will like show like like it's not like an explicit video of themselves doing it, but it's like you can like like they they're doing they're like sun in their sun in their booty hole. Ew! I was like, oh, that's not something I'm. Imagine getting in. like burned back down there. That would yeah. Hurt. Good grief! Sometimes I wipe a little too hard on my butt, I know. and I'm like, ouch! Like, <laughs> oh my anyways. Goodness. So there were also the private homes that were found. Probably like um, the richer people had baths and or something. Yeah, so so one thing that's like important and like that they discovered about like this area, um, not just like Pompeii, but like the surrounding like cities, was that it was just like it seemed like there were like obviously there was like not all rich people, but like generally speaking, it was like a pretty well to do like community. Like yeah. there was a lot of nice places, you know? Okay. Like, People were not, like, too down on their luck, it seemed. But, you know, like, it's all relative based on, like, society right. and, like, societal standards. Um, we don't know what was considered good or bad wealth or not wealthy back right. then. So the first homes date back to the first Samnite period. So between the 4th and, I wrote, thirth. <laughs> thirth. <laughs> That's so funny. The 4th and 3rd century bce so 400 and 300 century 300 
400 and 300 BCE. That's like how old like some of these homes are. What? So like before like hundreds re- of years old. Before recorded history of this place existed, That's... these homes were That's there. Breaking my brain. Yeah. And what were these How did they even like build? Like was it made out of like stone or yeah. Okay. Yeah. But yes. Yeah. Crazy that they so, had materials yeah. that like lasted that long. They were and... like pretty advanced yeah and everything was like very preserved well like it was like because like the ash and like all of the debris acted as like packing peanuts right yeah kept it all very um so the most luxurious homes were built during the second samnite period which you'll recall was when like they had the whole war and yeah um and this was like 200 to 80 bce so like Um, right before the yeah up till right before the yes tragedy yes there's one house there's there's a lot of houses like mentioned that you could like talk about like villas um but there was one that i wanted to mention every specifically. time every time you say villa <laughs> oh my gosh like any sort of like reality tv show or like what is it um love island they're like back in welcome the to the villa yeah <laughs> well so <laughs> like... welcome to the villa yeah anyways well because i was like writing these notes and i was like why is it saying villa so many why can't we just say like mansion or like really big house but they were like adamant in like these articles it's like this villa i I don't even know like the difference between all of them but i'm just picturing like these like little resort houses yeah it's like they are so this one is called the house of fawn and it's named that because there's like a fawn like a bronze fawn statue with like a bone arrow or something in the courtyard um it takes up an entire city block oh my goodness yep it has two chief rooms which i think means like owner's bedroom or master's bedroom or whatever you want to call it (laughs) um it has four dining rooms what and two large gardens oh my goodness that sounds amazing and they were able to just like it was all just like preserved like they had like tables and chairs you can look up like the like the house of fawn pompeii and there's like pictures of it wow um so other buildings that were preserved and found so far are bakeries which were complete with mills kneading machines ovens and bread in the ovens kneading machines what kneading machines i don't know what that means but i was like that's really advanced for like well uh, yeah long ago i can't even Mm -hmm. wow yep um i feel like we definitely like after this time like we like went backwards almost and then we went forwards again yeah you know what i mean yes after like the roman empire (laughs) and like who was i remember just like learning in like school and like history like around the world like all these like super advanced civilizations and like they figured out like algebra and like all these like crazy things and then they all went away and then i feel like we yeah they were like, like rediscovered all these they things were like and then the plague yeah and then it was like the 1300s or whatever like, and then like everything we don't need to get rid of our pee and poop in different areas yeah it was all like just like what that's until, not why like, everyone's the, until like the the like the renaissance and then like the industrial really the industrial revolution is like when <laughs> but like a kneading machine like that feels like super modern 
and we're talking about bce like yeah it's crazy to me so there were also fulleries which were processing and cleaning plants for wool which i was Hmm. like the fact that you were able to like figure that out must mean that there was like enough like machinery or like equipment or something there right reserved for you to figure that out yeah it's wild so among these other buildings were shops for sculptors tool makers gem cutters gem cutters to make like jewelry and whatnot. makers food vendors that sounds like an awesome place i want to like visit yeah. <laughs> like when um, i was there were, there were also factories one was for garum which is a fish sauce they had a whole f- factory for that yep <laughs> And one was for funny. lamps. Lamps? Yep. I'm guessing like a, a like a lantern kind of thing. Yeah, like a oil lamp or whatever. Yeah. And then we have uh of course left behind restaurants. Like that, many... that existed back then. Restaurants. Yeah. And inns and... because they, they were on a port and so they had travelers coming through um who stayed in their inns. And so I don't know why, like, of... this feels like it's so, like, mind-blowing that, like, people weren't like, dumb back then. You know what I mean? They have <laughs> examples of inns that range from, like, a one-star to, like, a five-star. Like, why do we just, like, think like, it's that, not like, just everyone like... back then was just, like, dumb or something? I don't know, like... No, I don't, I don't get it. I was like, of course they would have different tiers for inns. They had different kinds right. of travelers coming through. Right, like, that's not, like, a new concept, but, like, I don't know. I don't yeah. know. I feel like we all, like, think it's weird for, like, something that far back to have those types of things. Yeah. Um. So, a lot of, like, how they were able to learn about, like, life in Pompeii and, like, about this time was through inscriptions. And oh. this was an interesting thing. Um. So, there were inscriptions found on, like, things like public buildings, like those little like plaques that said like what the buildings were or like street signs or like random things about yeah information about buildings or what you might find there things like tombs they found like a whole cemetery there yeah with like tombs with tombstone like engravings and markings on them um they found inscriptions on statue bases um and then this one is so interesting to me they found business transactions recorded in wax tablets whoa so like that's crazy i'm like that's insane like receipts (laughs) i don't know but it was this banker named lassius casilius just jacundo do that was really bad um so like they knew his name and they knew he was a banker and they could like read his like business transactions because of these wax Whoa. tablets that were like preserved. Which I was like, how did the wax not melt if the people did? But okay. <laughs> True. That's yeah. How but maybe it was like work? protected in like a stone situation or you know. A stone filing cabinet, like <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> maybe. Or maybe it was just like far enough away. Maybe. Um so they also found like announcements of gladiatorial combat and election notices. Oh wow. And then there was also a lot of graffiti. So I have a whole list of like little graffiti things that they found. Um not like like super specific things, but 
on like the side of like buildings and on the streets and like stuff people since back then have been doing graffiti what like did they use to do the graffiti though they didn't have like a spray can (laughs) i guess could they make paint yeah so there was it would either be like paint or like you'd have to like chisel or like scratch into something (laughs) like carving yeah yeah so there was like list of market days lists of market days insults and accusations (laughs) (laughs) i was like someone had to be really bad to be like i am gonna chisel into the stone wall this that's commitment like that's you can't wash that off no there was also love notes oh yeah and then they had found (laughs) in what they think is like children's handwriting like children either like practicing like like practicing like writing their alphabet like because they like scratched it into stuff wow that's awesome i never even thought about that yeah so i was like break my heart so um now we're gonna move on to my fun facts um the soil in the area is extremely fertile and was and it was actually black like black black hmm. um because of like so and it was like preserved that way then mm-hmm. wow um and the first account letters were from a 17 year old boy who lived along the bay of naples and detailed the events as they happened and they were addressed to a historian of the time and his uncle was like some sort of like um commander or something and he, his uncle was trying to, like, go across the bay in, like, a boat to help people escape, but ended up getting killed. <laughs> what? That's so sad. Yeah. I was like, man. Also, I was like, if he's 17 years old, I'm not sure he's a boy anymore at that time. <laughs> yeah, at that time, I feel like he was, like, a full-on grown-up. He probably had a family, like. <laughs> <laughs> probably. probably. Four kids at this point, like, come on. Oh my goodness. Um, so the people of the city are believed to have eaten their midday meal out often, and it was called Thermopolia. It was basically a snack bar. I love that. It was a counter. Well, that probably was... a lot of people. Sorry. Probably a lot of people were out eating like when it all started, weren't they? Cause yeah, because it, it was just at noon. Early afternoon, yeah. It was like right after like noon, like at. 12 noon assuming um, that they ate similar meals at the similar meal times as we do today but <laughs> yeah um so this thermopolia was a counter that was open on the street with big jars of food and drink i was like let's bring this back <laughs> where is my i guess it's like snack bar food trucks nowadays yeah but i guess it would mean i'd have to socialize so maybe not <laughs> Um, this one is also very interesting. They found out that the inhabitants had really great teeth, like perfect condition teeth. Wow. How did they, is that just like good genes or? No. Don't tell me they they had like a version of braces back then. No. So listen, like, like not like necessarily like straight, but like not like rotting out of their heads oh okay um because like obviously well not obviously maybe but like not all of like the bones disappeared and the teeth are bones and so when they like poured like cement in they were able to like 
like have teeth and yeah like so they did like ct scans and like examined the teeth and researchers think that it's related to the high fluoride content or fluorine fluoride fluorine i don't know you know um dental things content i don't know if i wrote that down <laughs> wrong fluoride con- content in the area because of the volcano and they wow. also think it's because they ate a high fibrous diet with very low sugar intake yeah who knows they probably have had some way of like brushing something yeah i think that maybe high fiber comes in yeah but yeah because i was like looking at some of the pictures and they had like white teeth and i was like what yeah like yeah and it was like i guess very baffling when they were like finding this like why do they all have such good teeth because it's not something that you find like commonly in like skulls and stuff is like good teeth maybe they figured out dental care back then and (laughs) they were just that advanced (laughs) yeah and it all died with them yep um and perhaps like one of the most like disturbing this feels this is feeling similar to like atlantis (laughs) just like the advanced part of it i don't know i think this one might be like one of like the most disturbing fun facts um i think Mount Vesuvius has had like upwards of like like almost 30 eruptions since like the 1600s or something like that. Um like like serious eruptions. Oh wow. And um it's still considered an active volcano. So do they keep like getting more and more buried like over the years? No, it's never been quite that serious, but still like that's kind of scary going and yeah. like excavating and like yeah, hey, this is and still an active volcano, and like we technically could end like, up just like these people. <laughs> there's like populations that like there's like people who still like live like around um Mount Vesuvius, and like that would freak me out. Yeah, yeah. So like, so this says that um, it's considered one of the most dangerous volcanoes in the world because three million people here live near enough for it to be affected by the eruption with 600,000 in the danger zone. It's the most oh densely populated volcanic region in the world. Why do we keep... <laughs> and That's really surprising to me. Yeah. So I was brave. Like, hmm, why, why did we... I, I guess you just take that chance. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I was like... They must have some... Maybe they have really fertile soil and yeah, good fluoride. Well, they and... make wine. <laughs> this is kind of fun, too. I didn't write this down, but they make wine from the grapes that grow on the side of the mountain um, that are called, like, Christ. It's like the wine is called, like, Christ Tears. Oh, no. Like, that's what it translates to. And I was like, oh, yikes. Um, yikes. And it wasn't until, this is my very last fun fact, but it wasn't until 1997 that Pompeii was given the status of World Heritage Site. Even Why? though it is an incredibly important place that provides... That was only 25 years ago. A complete example of Roman life, architecture, community, and history. And, like, so much has been learned from it from the excavations, like, in terms of history and science. And, like, how life was lived um but like it literally had been like excavated for like hundreds of years prior to that like why did it take so long for it to be like considered a world um heritage site yeah honestly 
yeah like wow yep do you have any more no that's it okay I want to talk about my like this like article I can't I should like find it my like magazine and like actually read it again but it was basically saying that like um in order to like survive the volcano they figured out um that a lot of people were trying to survive it but they're actually doing like the wrong thing like by going um like further down or like just going pat like essentially they were like moving in the same direction as the volcano and the volcano was faster than them and so it would catch up with them and they wouldn't be able to escape and then what like this article was saying is they could have survived if they had well it depends on what time you left too obviously yeah but if you actually went towards the volcano and kind of tried to like go like almost just like towards the volcano and like past it almost And Mm -hmm. so, like, you'd miss, like, the flow down. That's so interesting, I guess. And you'd miss, like, all that. I guess we'll know if we're ever in that situation. (laughs) Yeah, so it was just, like, this whole thing about, like, like, you actually had a much higher chance of surviving if you actually went toward the volcano rather than trying to go the opposite way. And I thought that was really interesting. Because who would think of that, you know? No, I would. Like, you definitely don't want to be running toward the thing that's gonna kill you (laughs) no especially if like lava i don't know if lava was like it didn't say anything about like lava like flowing but like if lava was like flowing you wouldn't you wouldn't want to like be running yeah oh that'd be such like be such a scary couple days yeah i know i was like i was like thinking i'd really want to hear like the like from the survivors like their experience yeah i didn't um like i didn't I don't really know if dig into like it, the but... the people themselves because I was like I'm gonna be very very sad thinking about it from their perspectives right. and I thought it would be more interesting mm-hmm. to talk about like what survived from it and because there wasn't like a ton about survivors yeah even yeah I mean even just talking about what the like, city clearly, was before like, the survivors didn't really I don't know they didn't really like do much with that information if it or it was very forgotten right it's not like they have like a news report like <laughs> yeah and I mean, like maybe. word didn't like spread like oh pompeii was lost you know but like even that right, it, like, it was a port town you know like yeah how, did, think how that, like, was it so forgotten right it's right. so wild i don't know i know it yeah. sounds it sounded pretty luxurious to be honest it, it really did like nice i guess like the other town um like next to it that i mentioned i'm not gonna try to say it again um that was found <laughs> first in 1709 um yeah was like a place like a summer getaway for like the romans like a little resort oh town. my goodness yeah that's awesome yeah i was a this was a very interesting thing to to research also yeah i've never stuff. heard yeah you never really hear about like what it was before like the tragedy that made it famous you know yeah like well and i also was like i don't feel like i hear a lot about like what did they actually find it's just like and then look at those are the bodies that were cast yeah like you see the bodies but you don't hear about the bread that was the bread that was left in the ovens and all the technology that they had yeah like that's amazing like you have to think about like how like functioning and like it it sounds like such a vibrant society like all of like the the buildings and the social things that they had going on and like the baths i mean like okay go for it 
yeah. you know <laughs> so yeah yeah super interesting yeah and I just feel like there's so much that we'll like never know and I don't know yeah because I feel like there's only so much you can like deduct from like like looking at like a site you can't like know as much as you will want to you would want to and you can kind of right. they could be like ah oh, this was obviously for cutting gems and you'd be like mm, is it you know like because sometimes like and making what was it like fish sauce or something <laughs> yeah but it seems like they were pretty advanced as far as like having things labeled and like documented and stuff so maybe there are like more concrete ways that they like know that information so i don't know maybe yeah yeah well this has been your smattering of fact guys we'll have we'll a great see week you next week make sure to happy new year follow us on instagram at smatter of fact shoot us an email if you want to smatter of fact at um, mm at gmail.com and <laughs> make sure to leave us a review and follow us wherever you listen to your podcasts Woo! we love hearing from you guys so we hope to hear more from you this coming year okay All right. bye bye